Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good evening, good afternoon, everyone. It's one and only Faith the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the morning with my main man, El Cuco, who's working the airways, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app near to humanity, where everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And I don't know where you are in the world, but it's snowing outside, and the weather outside is frightful, Siege. Indeed it is. I mean, we were due, right? Like, what is it? Almost February, and it's been overall mild winter. So it's always, they're, they're saying here in the Midwest, in particular with Indiana, that as long as they're playing college basketball, there's still a chance for snow in Indiana. That's it. That is very true. It's atrocious outside, but I'm warm. I'm inside. Uh, the electricity works. We're fortunate, Siege. We're very we fortunate. are fortunate. We're not a third world country yet, V. No, not yet. Well, I'm there, though. But not yet. Anyway, um, hope all of you are doing well. Uh, later today, we have uh, uh, Jeff. And uh, what is Jeff's last name? I forgot. Do you want Jeff to- comes from the uh, – he's, he's an affiliate, or not affiliate, but he, he works quite a bit with Matthew Arrett. Um, they've had some great convos, and we attempted to do a show last week. Jeff Brown last week, uh, yeah. but unfortunately we couldn't get his his internet to be stable enough. So, but he will be. Is it one p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Yeah, he'll be joining. Yeah, he wrote uh, Jeff Brown. He's written several books. Um, uh, the Big Red Book on China. He's written China Rising and Forty Four Days Backpacking Through China. Uh, he's been. He's a Western. He's an American. He's been living in uh, China for a number of years. Uh, currently, he's in. Uh, uh, he's in Normandy, France. Currently, so. Uh, he got his internet fixed, and uh, he will be joining us at 1 p.m. It's going to be awesome, so make sure you guys keep it locked and loaded here. That is going to be a great show, um, a lot of insights. And you know what's a lot of insights? I just want to commend Matthew Arrett and his wife, Cynthia Chung. I've ordered from Amazon their their book, right, the um, Breaking Free of Anti-China PSYOPs. Mm. It's important that you guys get this, man. You want to talk about information, okay? You want to talk about documentation upon documentation upon documentation upon... 
this is a beautiful book just for you to get the the understanding of this whole entire thing because you have to understand the backdrop. You have to understand the framework. And oftentimes we have some understanding of what's going on in our neck of the woods, but we quite don't understand how other countries operate and how they fit in in this grand global scheme. And Matthew and Cynthia's book, Breaking Free of of Anti-China PSYOPs, really takes this to the next level, you know? And it shows you how and exactly the deep state operates in terms of in terms of uh you know um here we go let me let me bring this up oh you can get it at here it is let me just bring this up you can get i mean i ordered mine from amazon because you know see i'm sorry I, i i like my prime shipping pro you do well i mean it's God, it's so efficient. So efficient. I can I can I could dude Gus is right. I can get rid of every subscriber service I have. But I can't get rid of Amazon, bro. Like I needed hand cream. See, check this out. You know, wintertime, living in the Midwest now. I'm experiencing these really real bad cold snaps and my my hand, my, my fingertips started cracking. I needed a hand cream. Okay. I need O'Keefe's. No, no product plug here, but O'Keefe's hand cream. Really good for, for chappy hands. Right? <laughs> CJ, I ordered it at like, I don't know, 10 a.m. Okay, in the morning yesterday. It was at the house by 5. Wow. I'm like, what the hell? Well, I think they have a big depot over in uh, Whitestown, Indiana. Over That's what I'm saying, man. I can't, I can't give up on the prime, brother. I can't do it. So... Here's the deal. You get this, you order it. I highly recommend it. Phenomenal book. It's really good. You know, it's really good. Anyway, with that being said, Siege, what's crackalacking? What's on the radar screen? Well, you know, I'll just really update everyone. Sorry, Gus can't be with us today. Oh, yes. A lot of people over in the Discord that were very upset about that, but it's it's out of our control. So, But Gus will be back uh, next week. He's attending a funeral. He can't make it today. Yeah, he, so he can't make it. Uh, so we're here. We're hitting it live. And V, uh, v kind of like we discussed yesterday in regards to the potential for uh, some leopards, some some U.S. military hardware being sent to uh, <laughs> yeah. Ukraine. It looks like it's it's pretty much a sealed deal now. It looks like they yep. put enough pressure on on Germany to move move that forward. Germany is uh, has officially become the whipping boy of the new world order. Look at this, Olaf Scholz standing there. In front of his Leopard 2A6 uh, tank, we will send them right to the front. And uh, what's going to happen to these beautiful Leopards, which are great tanks. I like Leopards. Right? They're pretty nice. And what he's gonna, what's going to happen is he's going to set the – dude, I'll tell you right now. The Leopard is way better than M1A2 Abrams. That is a fact. You can take that to – you take that to the bank. The Leopard 2A6, the Leopard is, is – way better than the M1A2s. Way better. But what's going to happen to this leopard when it gets into Ukraine? It's going to get smoked. It's going to be... How are you going to have a tank battalions going in and you have no air cover? It's the most stupidest thing in the world. Right? And then, of course, the, the Schmiden, the Schmiden uh, administration, Mr. 
He's got, you know, secret confidential documents coming out of his rear end. He's telling you, we're going to send the M1A, uh, the M1A uh, Abrams over there. This is a, a, a fat, bloated pig of a tank that weighs 72 tons. Okay, meaning you can't transport a lot of these on, on, an, uh, on a cargo plane like a C-17 Globemaster. Maybe a Globemaster will carry maybe one of these. Okay? Maybe two. But I think it's like one. But anyway, I don't remember. But it's uh, I know it's about one, maybe two. All right? So, you know, take my word with a grain of salt. Do your own research. But the problem is this heavy bloated pig that runs on a jet engine, right, runs on a turbine because, you know, turbines get a great fuel economy. And I'm joking here, folks. And also because it uses jet fuel, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn very good. So already M1 Abrams tanks have been smoked in Yemen. The Saudis had M1, uh, A2, uh, M1 Abrams's with the modern updates. I think they even have the A2 variants that, that got out there uh, with the upgraded Chabam armor. And what happened? Russian anti-tank uh, Cornet missiles have, made a, have turned these things into Roman candles. And where the crews are literally burned to death inside. It's wonderful. These things are going to be death traps. They're going to be coffins. These are going to be tr tank-treaded coffins. So that's what's going to happen, bro. That's what's going to happen. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And, and the, you know, Lavrov said this, Siege. It's a hybrid war, but we're, it's fully changing into a, a full-on war. You know? it, it is at lightning pace, and I can't recall the uh, politician from Germany that was, you know, pressuring uh, some of her constituents to agree to do this, where she openly added in a statement specifically stated that, you know, that we're, we're no longer it's about just supporting Ukraine. It's, you know, come to the admission that we are directly at war with, with Russia, uh, which I'm not sure if, if, if she dialed that back in that statement, but that's pretty, pretty telling in terms of what their, their plans are. And, and, and it needs to be acknowledged that everything that, that NATO is doing, everything that the United States is doing is directly in, in, in conflict with, with Russia. It's, it's no longer about they understand the, the sending these weapons, sending them money to, money to Ukraine is, is pretty much uh, useless at this point. Almost every commentator, experienced commentator in regards to warfare has acknowledged that there's very little or anything that you can, Ukraine can, can do at this point. Uh, so it's just senseless, you know, reckless. Uh, perhaps maybe to to feed money into the military industrial complex, give them some money to produce some things, uh, because they have to have that endless cycle of, of war somewhere. V to uh, to keep keep uh, feeding that pipeline of funds that that go into those, so we can we can also count that towards our GDP as well. V. There was a great little uh, spot that I think it was a uh, Tucker where he was talking because Zelensky. He who did Zelensky speak to yesterday? Oh, he wasn't. He was speaking to some some business club in Florida, right? And he's saying the locomotive of America, uh, it is going to be put to good use. Uh, it is a good time for all of us to make money in Ukraine, right? That was Zelensky, and it's hilarious because he said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, we are lo looking at uh, Abrams. We are looking at Patriot. We are uh, we are looking at uh, different uh, weapon systems. Uh, spend billions of dollars. The American businesses have really put uh, billions of dollars into the Ukraine. Uh, come, spend more money. We can all make money in Ukraine. 
And that's literally what he said. We can all make money. Yeah, there it is. Yacht Club of, of, of Miami. That's right. Thank you. Second Horizon. Appreciate that, brother. So we can all make money in Ukraine. And it's hilarious because he said the quiet part out loud, Siege. Because what's <laughs> happening is, look, Germany, okay, the, the, the company that makes the uh, the turret for the Leopard, which is Rheinmetall, Rheinmetall can only make so many of these uh, turrets uh, for the Leopard, number one. And number two, many of the Leopards that need to go out, they need to be refurbished. Germany ha- barely has any Leopards for themselves, Okay. Because they, too, are pretty much an impoverished uh, industry. The only thing they have left is the car industry. They have the fine electronics industry, medical devices industry. That's what they got. And it's, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. They're not a war economy. They're not geared for war. And then you got the basket case. That's the United States of America. Right? You got the basket case. The U.S. doesn't make uh, 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 many uh, uh, Abrams. They're complicated to make. they you know, they're, 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 they're not going to perform well at all. The damn things are too damn heavy. And, of course, you got the uh, the mouse that roared, which is the U.K. The U.K. wants to send in some challengers. Let them come. Bring the challengers. Bring all the challengers. And the problem with the challengers is a the challenger, and I think the, the challenger has a, a rifled uh, gun, right? It's a rifled turret. Uh, as their main 125 millimeter uh, 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 cannon, it's not smoothbore like the uh, Leopard or, or the M1. So, in other words, because it's a rifled uh, uh, gun, it's it's going to use specific munitions that are geared towards that turret. So that's a whole other litany of things. It's not completely interoperable. And the Germans have said, we can't, you know, send you any new Leopards. We'll send you some refurbished ones, that, and we'll take us a year just to refurbish it. Well, you want 30 Leopards? Well, it's going to take us a year before we even deliver the first one. And the Biden administration, which, again, the, the man who is the crash test dummy in the White House himself, the crash test dummy has literally said, yeah, we'll give you some Abrams, but it's going to take... a a year to get those Abrams over there. Why? Because the freaking thing is, number one, we got to retrofit them. We got to, you know, refurb a couple of them, right? These things are not like waiting, ready to go to war at any at a moment's notice. No, these are all logistical nightmares to deal with. And then, you know, we got to fly them over. In fact, let me check uh, how many M1 Abrams tanks can the C-17 I believe it's one. I just want to get this straight. Okay. Uh, okay, this is what the maximum payload, uh, the Globemaster, right? It's able to carry one M1A1 Abrams uh, battle tank and three Bradley armored fighting vehicles. Zelensky was happy about that. We will carry, you know, the, uh, uh, we will carry, yeah, it's a C-17 is able to carry the M1A1 uh, transport and three Bradley fighting vehicles and 102 troops. That's it. That's what it can carry. Because the damn thing is 72 tons. Who makes a 72-ton tank? We do. Because we're smart. (laughs) So light and mobile. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. So he was happy about the Bradley fighting vehicles and all these other things. And here's the scam here, folks. This is how the scam works. So I'm Zelensky, or I'm one of his defense ministers. All these guys, all of a sudden, you know, everybody in Zelensky's cabinet is suddenly they're retiring, they're resigning, they're getting the hell out of Dodge. Why is that? They're cashing in their chips, and they're out. One of their guys got caught in a major scandal. He was caught in the south of France. He was, like, vacationing on oligarchs' money. He was driving around on a Porsche Taycan cross-tour, right? He was uh, on a yacht. He was doing all these things. What are they doing? They're cashing out their chips because the game's up. They understand that. The smart ones are already jumping ship. They're out because they know how the scheme works. The scheme works like this. Let's just say CJ, some, uh, uh, some, you know, uh, lobbyist or a politician or somebody in the defense industry, and I'm Zelensky or some Ukrainian. And I go to CJ and say, hey, listen, I want to buy from you the M1 Abrams tank, and I want to get from you the Bradley fighting vehicle. Uh, uh, I know the tank is uh, $5 million, but I tell you what, I'll pay you $10 million. Okay? And we... And uh, so for ten million, I buy for I buy the tank for five million, and then the other five million, you and I split. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. You know how they do that? Well, that that's what the American defense contractors do. Why do you think they're selling eighty dollar toilet seats to the Air Force? Eighty dollar seats for a toilet seat. Why? It's a ten dollars toilet seat. Air Force buys thousands of them. Right. But the seventy dollars is split between these insiders. That's how it is. The corruption is legalized. So this whole leopard. If you want to make money, this way. This way, Zelensky said in in the yacht club in Miami. If you want, to, it's a good time to come and make money in the Ukraine. It's a good time. If you want a money launder, it's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful time. It's incredible. And Raven Six is right. Poland. A, 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 a country, again, with zero defense industry, a, a country that is completely dependent upon the West. You know, the Poland being on the wrong side of history again, and the Polish being on the wrong side of the map and not learning that there's, it's not a good idea to go along with the West. But they are. They're going hardcore into it. You know, that's why they had their president assassinated in an, air, in, in, in an, air, uh, uh, in an airplane cl- uh, crash years ago, shortly after the, uh, I think it was either before or after, um, I think it was before the Maidan, yeah, if my memory serves me correctly. Right? The, the, there was an entire air, uh, you know, Polish government air, uh, airplane that exploded and crashed right before it was supposed to land. With the president, the vice, I mean, all entire cabinet members, everybody just wiped out. And it's funny, that just mysteriously happens. And that president for Poland that time was neutral. He was, in fact, he was probably more favoring towards Russia. But he's gone, he's out, and now this, this current government that's in Poland is so hawkish. And Raven Six is right. They got anywhere between 150 to 200,000 troops amassed on the border with Ukraine. And you can bet your bottom dollar that most of these tanks are not going to wind up in Zelensky's hands. It's going to probably be given to the Polish. Why? Because now the, the question becomes, will the Poles go to war against the Russians? No. The Poles will be absolutely wiped out. I think what the Poles want to do, they, they're going to pay some lip service to NATO and say, 
Yeah, we will go. Uh, we will go into uh, uh, Western Ukraine and we'll take it. But I think what's going to really happen is that the Poles are going to go in. They're not going to fight the Russians. They're just going to hold on to Western Ukraine because historically they view they view Western Ukraine as part of their country, right? And let's be honest here. We know that for a fact that Zelensky is the trans. Uh, um, what the hell is the the region called? Trans uh, uh, Cambrian region it's in western uh uh ukraine you have a lot of hungarians a lot of romanians a lot of slavs that are there that are not quote-unquote ukrainian but that is where the majority of the recruiting of the kiev that zelensky uh, is doing in order to use these people that are living there as cannon fodder for the russian army so I have no doubt that when the when the chips are down, you take into account the money laundering, take into account that everybody surrounding Zelensky is hitting the you know the ejection seat button. They're all punching out, right? They're all out. Well, there it is. Eventuals. I was just talking about this. There it is. Luxury vacations, as people suffered. They're all resigning. They're all punching out. They're all punching their ticket. It's in. Uh, we're done. They're all gone. Right. And at the same time, the Poles are amassing 200. They're going to take the Trans-Cambrian um, area. And I'll tell you right now, what's going to happen is that is that once the Poles take that western part of Ukraine, which is only going to be a smidgen, it's going to be a little, little, you know, encasement into the Ukrainian area. The Russians are not even too concerned about western Ukraine. But Ukraine, as we know it, is done. Ukraine, as we... No, it is finished. This war is over. It's been over since last March. And see, how's this going to look on the West when America loses this war again? Well, I think it's I think it's the end of the entire uh, Western narrative. It's 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 a it's a major pivot V that's going to occur at a rapid pace. Uh, the it, it, there, there's not even words to define it. Not even you can say the emperor has no clothes. At all. I mean, it's just it's just it's so ridiculous to be witnessing this and the the death. I think that that's the toll that 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 just really upsets me that it, like every American, like we're basically, you know, funding the the in, the deaths of, of not only soldiers, but civilians as well. in, in Ukraine, this is a truly really human tragedy um, and, it, and, it, and it should really upset everyone. And I know someone had posted earlier be that that was one of the reasons why they. Uh, move the doomsday clock to 90 seconds before midnight. It's the closest that it's ever been. Yeah, but then you, uh, when you read the fine print, they did that because of climate change. Before climate change, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're worried. <laughs> so, yeah, th- so there's every bit of that to uh, to fear that. But, you know, real quick, I'll, pl- I'll play this clip uh, because yeah. this is very, you know, very telling. Let me add this to the stream, make sure it's not muted. Uh, here we go. So this is what I spoke about earlier in regards to the uh, German uh, minister stating specifically. And therefore, I've said already in the last days, yes, we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, Shut we up. have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part God. is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in Europe because we are fighting a war against Russia and not oh, again. Good, run your mouth. Thank you. Well, who go. are they fighting a war against each? Russia. Oh, so this dimwit halfwit, who probably, you know, right before this meeting, she hopped off a dildo, has literally said, the, 
Why is it with Western politicians they have no decorum? You know, during the Cold War, our politicians didn't talk like this. There was a great deal of respect because they understood, because back then, back then, you know, you had politicians that were statesmen. They understood you don't run your mouth like this, right? They don't. You here's this bimbo. Okay, probably has a humanities degree. Maybe she's a lawyer. Maybe she's a, a, a I, I don't know, a social worker. But now she's a defense minister, or whatever the hell, or foreign minister. And she's saying the quiet part out loud, which at this point, you know, NATO has no shame. You have a guy in, in, he's in charge of NATO, uh, uh, Jan Stoltenberger, who, is a, who has a master's degree in philosophy. That really helps in, you know, understanding combined arms warfare, you know? I mean, see, you got to, you know, people who have master's degree in philosophy and political science, all these fake degrees, and lawyers, they understand what combined arms warfare is all about, see? You know they that? totally get, yeah. They, they get they totally, it, bro. There's, there's so much there that's applicable to to, to warfare and, and policy, yeah. strategic policy setting, V. Absolutely. <laughs> And so the broken, solvent West that pretends to be a civilization at this point, that's what we are, and that is where we are in human history. The broken, solvent West that pretends to be a civilization. This dingbat of a woman who has zero experience in anything in life probably looks like she's in her 30s. In other words, she's, a, she's an ultra bimbo, an ultra moron, saying, yeah, we are going to have war with Russia. We are at war with Russia. You're not supposed to say that, stupid. And yet they are. And this is why the Russians, man, I have so much, I have to give so much credit. They play this masterfully. When this thing ends, the narrative collapse is going to be damnable. You better bet your bottom dollar there are spin doctors working overtime right now in the United States to create the narrative. Hey, folks, look. You know, we knew Ukraine's a, a corrupt country. We gave them all the aid. We gave them all the advisement. We gave them all the, uh, the, 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 the things that they need in order to win the war, and yet Ukraine failed. They couldn't do it. Now we have to negotiate some sort of a peace treaty that's going to work out in order to prevent World War III. So we Americans are now the peacemakers. That's, that's how the U.S. is going to spin it, that we're going to negotiate for peace. This is going to be a good thing, and this could be a positive thing for the administration after he's been leaking classified information, which is dripping out of his rear end. He walks. He's walking out of the office at the White House, CJ, and there's, and there's He's literally, you know how they have toilet paper truck to the, stuck to the bottom of the shoe? He has classified documents <laughs> stuck to the bottom of his shoe as he's walking out. And he's already spinning it. This is a good thing that Biden's doing. It's a good thing. Because he's going to negotiate peace. And look, he, Biden was able to pull back. He's not going to save him from impeachment because they're going to get rid of him. But Biden and the administration is going to pull back the doomsday clock from 90 seconds to midnight, and we're going to bring it back to two hours before midnight. That's how they're going to spin it. They're already spinning it. Because they understand that they can't, there's nothing for the, what are they going to do? The, what, the, the, what's the next Wonder Waffen 
that that the West is going to give Ukraine? Is it going to be F-16s? Is it going to be uh, uh, Eurofighter Typhoons? Is it going to be the Rafale uh, uh, Mirage? Right? Is it going to be the Rafales? The French Rafales? What's it going to be? Is it going to be the Swedish Gripens? Some sort of air power. And we're going to watch these things get blown out of the sky with S-400 and S-500 missile systems. Now, it's all fun and games until you have Su-35s and Su-57s flying overhead. It's all fun and games. And the Russians have done that. They've actually put their planes into these war zones to test them out. And they performed admirably, which is funny because whenever things get hot, you don't see no F-35s flying around. Supposedly the, the greatest plane ever created, Siege. Supposedly. Supposedly. You don't see any F-22s running about. No, but you, you'll see, you'll hear about F-22s in propaganda pieces. Oh, the Iranian F-4s had no idea that the 22s were right underneath them the entire time. They're invisible to radar. Stealth technology, fifth generation. Folks, these are marketing terms. You realize that? You get around real hard engineering circles, there's no such thing as stealth technology. They'll laugh at you. There's no such thing as fifth generation. These are marketing terms. Because America and the West is about fighting a public relations war. All they care about is the narrative. Why is narrative important? Narrative is only important to con men. It's only important to the con artist. And the West is filled with con men and con women and con they and them. Full of it. Because the con is super important. Why is the con important? The con has to do with financial wealth extraction. It has nothing to do with winning wars. The West hasn't won a war in its life. The United States has never won a war. God honest truth. Don't tell me about World War II. Don't tell me about World War II. I got another thing coming to you if you tell me about World War II. But we've never won a war in our lives. And see, I'm 43. You're a few years older than I am. The United States has been at war our entire life, Siege, since we were babies. This country's been at war with somewhere, with someone. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. To frame it that way, absolutely. So it's all about a PR. We know our, you know, we know that we can barely field maybe 15 to 30 percent of our air power at any given time. We can barely field it. We know we have very little ammunition. We know our nukes, I'll be surprised if our made-in-the-1970s nukes, I'll be surprised if even 15 to 20% of them even actually work. But that's what it is. It's about the narrative. And then we do proxy wars, and we do hybrid wars, and we do uh, organic vegan wars, and any and other fancy terminology they want to use, trans wars, whatever comes next to the U.S. Army, the U.S. military. Because it's about fighting a PR. See, the problem is the PR war works when you're pushing over and bombing mud huts and you're killing hajis in third world countries. It doesn't work so well when you go up against a professional military that has a real industrial might. Then the paper empire or the paper power folds like paper against an industrial power. And that is what we're witnessing. Russia is boiling the West alive. 
Mm. And the world sees it. The world sees it. And the West is out there writing all sorts of important dissertations and white papers and blah, blah, blah. And you got these pronunciated talking heads on YouTube who think they know a thing or two. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to send in this and we're going to we're going to make more and we're going to go to war. We'll kick their ass. They have no idea. Kick their ass with what? You have a hollowed out economy. We're running out of ammo. We're literally begging the Ukrainians. Listen, man, you've, you've used too many HIMARS. We need to make more. But, and then these idiots on TV, on, on, on Fox News and CNN, and all these mainstream media idiots will say, we'll make more, just like in World War II. We'll bring forth the arsenal of democracy. We'll beat the plowshares into swords, and we'll go back out there and do it again. We'll free the world of evil Nazis. This time, the evil Russians. No, you can't. I'm sorry. That factory that's making a Ford F-150, you cannot retrofit that to make your piece of shit's third-rate M1A1 and M1A2 tanks. You can't retrofit it to make the piece of shit driving coffins known as uh, M2 Bradleys. You can't. You can't make those piece of junk strikers. You can only make so many piece of junk F-35s. You're not producing anything else. You can make a handful of F-15EXs with the updated ASA radars. Hell, even the missiles we carry suck. Air-to-air combat? Oh, boy. Last time we did an air-to-air combat exercise was 2008. Cope India. It's called Cope India 2008. What happened? The Indians had an 8-to-1 kill ratio against the United States Air Force. But what about Top Gun Maverick, V? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about Top Gun Maverick? Eight to one kill ratio. Every Indian Air Force airplane that was shot down by the Americans, the Indians took down eight, eight U.S. In, 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 in return. Eight. And there's no, this is the thing. I, I'm, I'm saying this in a very harsh way because I, we need to break the matrix. We need to break the deception, this love affair we have with military porn. It needs to stop. This whole thank you for your service needs to end. It's a joke. It harms us as a country. It destroys our economy. And it kills the young men and women who waste their lives for corporate interests. Well, freedom isn't free, V. Dude, shut up. Grow up and get a brain. The whole, I'm. You thank you for your service. Thank you for fighting for my... That is a, a banal vapid trope. Do you understand that? It is a banal, vapid trope. It is an empty axiom parroted by clowns with no brains. Stop it. You're here on this program, Rogue, because you'll hear things here that you won't hear anywhere else on ScrewTube or any any other platform. You're here because we're going to give it to you straight. You're here because you have a brain and you're a critical thinker. And you're a contrarian and a skeptic. Welcome. You're among like kindred spirits. And that's why you're here. We're not here to repeat platitudes, man. We're not here to repeat platitudes. This is the reality of it. We, The West, we are a broke, impoverished power with a hollowed out economy. 
with no manufacturing capability. Do you realize we still cannot manu- see? Do you realize that that we we don't even have the capacity to make enough paper towels and toilet paper for the majority of the country? And Todd is right. F you for your service. That's what needs to be said. War for free freedom. CJ, what freedom have we gained from all these wars? I mean, the country's been at war since you and I have been kids, Siege. Well, I, I look at all the, the economic growth and development and oh. in, in, in Iraq and Syria. I mean, it's just it's just it's gangbusters. I mean, it's taken off. Like I crazy. love the freedom of the TSA groping me when I go through the airport. I love that freedom. <laughs> I love the freedom of having the NSA read every bit of data and data mine me to oblivion. I love the freedom that it's getting more and more difficult for me to run my business. I love the freedom of more and more regulations and taxes that are choking the living daylights out of the average American. I love the freedom. I love the freedom that 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 great uh, uh, financial and corporate tyranny is done upon me in the name of medical science. I love that freedom. So much freedom, Siege. I love the freedom that they can take that they're you know they're they're proposing taking children and then lopping off their genitals because uh you know it's for freedom without the parental consent because the kid says I feel like a dolphin one day or I feel like a girl the next day. It's for freedom. You're you're dying for this. I'm telling every young person out there who's thinking about signing their life away, wasting your life in the freaking military. Go start a business. There's a million and one ways to make money. Go find a trade. Go drive a truck. They need people that can drive a semi. Go get a commercial driver's license. Go drive a semi. You'll make six figures a year. Okay? And you won't have any student loans. But no, I'm going to fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there, Siege. It's incredible. A vapid trope. Thank you for your freedom. It's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. We need to stop this because what's happening is the lawyers and the political science degree majors and the uh, 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 the policy wonks who have degrees in philosophy are taking us over the precipice. And if these morons don't stop, we'll be in World War III. And then you and I, CJ, will be glowing in the dark, doing a live broadcast from a hollowed-out crater. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, what else do you have on the radar, Siege? Well, you had sent an interesting uh, text this morning in regards to potentially what is probably even more alarming in regards to the the doomsday clock. Mm. It's probably more around the the, the looming uh, debt crisis. V. That is, oh, I love this. That's you know quickly approaching, and and as we here in the United States, we we argue about you know we need to raise the debt ceiling. We need to we, you know, Democrats and Republicans need to go to war because the the debt ceiling needs to needs to be raised. V. Um, it's 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 very unfortunate, but this is this is the economic reality that we're living in right here. Yeah, and see, scroll to the bottom of the screen where it says unfunded liabilities. This is the best part. Can you see where where it says unfunded liabilities? Yeah, bottom right red line. Yeah, that's what 181 trillion. There it is. Bang. There it is. There it is. We're thirty-one trillion in the hole, but when you count unfunded liabilities, Social Security and Medicaid and all this other stuff, hundred and eighty-one trillion in debt. But we're gonna go to war, Siege, because it is a good time to support Ukraine. We can make a lot of money. 
We can make a lot of money in Ukraine. Yeah. Slava Kokaina. Slava Slava pedophilia. Slava Satanism. Slava Ukraina. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. V and, and watch this. So as we here in the United States, our our politicians argue about the debt ceiling, they argue about classified papers, they argue about committees and who's going to do what. Very little being accomplished, but look what Lavrov is out doing right now, V. Yep. Ah, look at that. But there's some in South Africa in late August. BRICS will discuss in-depth implementation of a new currency bypassing the U.S. dollar. Meanwhile, in the land of adults. Meanwhile, in the land of adults. Look what's happening. Why can't we have politicians of this caliber? Why can't we have not pol- statesmen, people that actually love their country, people that actually want to be- that understand that their financial well-being, that their health and their well-being is integrally in, 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 tied to how well their countrymen lives and their quality of life, that we are a civilization, that we are a, a, a people with one identity. Well, I can't even say one identity. There's several identities and thousands of genders, you know? <laughs> Right. Yep. But we have a. They have, why can't we understand that there's a national identity? That there's a. Dare I say the dirty word? Culture. This is why you have countries like Russia that will succeed. Countries like China that will succeed. The Eastern countries will succeed. Why? Because they have culture. We decided to piss our culture away because we thought we were so smart. And we thought it was so cute that these left-wing professors who started inundating American academic uh, uh, culture back in the 60s, we thought it was cute what they were saying. But now they're calling the shots. It's incredible where we are. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, Siege, that is, uh, brings us to the end of the show. Listen, folks, 1 p.m., we got Jeff on. Let me confirm that he's going to be on. I sent him an email. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Jeff will be on 1 p.m. We will let you know, um, and then we will take it from there. See you there. I'm here. I'm here. All right, cool. I thought I lost you for a second. Wow, where's my? Uh, I can't find my. I have too many tabs open. You know, you got too many tabs open that you can't find where where the other oh, stream yard. I see it. <laughs> Done that. I can't Remember, find the tab where we were to the other screen on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. Uh, see, you can leave this. Uh, I guess you can leave this on YouTube. I don't think we said anything. No, we're here. good. Cool, we're good. Anyway, folks, thank you all for uh, for everything. We'll be back with Jeff hopefully at one o'clock. We'll let you know. You'll see it pre posted here. And with that being said, CJ, take it away.